Hey there! This podcast was created for those of you trying to answer this question. How do I build my career to have a big impact on my community, allow more time and geographic freedom, and make money to support me and my family? I am Meredith Noble, author of bestseller How to Write a Grant, Become a Grant Writing Unicorn, and co-founder of LearnGrantWriting.org with my soul sister and operations boss babe, Alex Lustig. Alrighty, let's hit it. Hey there, this is Meredith, and you know I'm the one with red hair, Alex. I have blonde hair. Right, so that's how you can tell us apart. And I've had this dream of having purple in my hair for a really long time. And I'd go into hairdressers and they would refuse to do it. Honestly, I've gone into four different hairdressers and they thought, your hair is too pretty. I am not going to add color. But finally, I was like, "I'm. this has to happen. And I had told my partner, look, I really want to get my hair purple. Like when we're on our honeymoon, after we've gotten married, like I'm going to pursue this dream of having some color in my hair. And if for some reason I dye my hair before we get married, like that is a red flag, okay? Well, a couple weeks ago, I dyed my hair purple and we did not get married, by the way. So that was this symbol for me. It gave me courage that everything is temporary. Everything, it can be a transition and it's not permanent. The emotions I was feeling, everything, right? So I realized that I had to make pretty much one of the hardest decisions of my life, pack my bags, literally like go buy a car to do so (laughs) and drive across the country from Boston to Alaska. And so Alex has been just glowing all about this podcast. You want to talk about it? How you'll just love this certain podcast? You can share it. Yeah, absolutely. It's the Boss Babe podcast. And if you're into entrepreneurship, you're going to love it too. So go listen. But anyway, she was taking this giant long drive. And every time she brought up the podcast, oh, we need to like figure out what we're going to do for our podcast. Oh, we need to like, do you have any example podcasts? I'd be like, the Boss Babe podcast. The boss That's what we podcast. want to do. <laughs> and um, and so finally, she had the time and the space to listen to them. And mm-hmm. she binged hardcore because that's how weird it is. Yeah. So across the whole state of Nebraska, I binged so many Boss Bay's podcasts. And I have to say that what ended up coming from that was realizing we are throwing away everything for the original plan for the podcast. We had an intro, outro, a couple, like 10 episodes ready to go. It was all going to roll out December 1st. And I could just put the kibosh on that because here's the reason why. Basically, it was very grant writing focused. And if you want to learn about grant writing, go read my book, right? Yeah, go, it's a great book. Yeah, thank you. You contributed two chapters. Go take our free grant writing course. Join the Grant Writing Unicorn Collective. Like I give you a lot of places, our YouTube channel, to go learn about grant writing. We do not need to talk about it here as well exclusively. We will. Don't get me wrong. We'll share some of our favorite episodes from YouTube. You'll get that. But we realized that, especially with grant writers, they want to be so much more than their work. They are defined by more than their jobs. They're highly, how would you describe, like, who who are the grant writers? Can you put some descriptors to that? Yeah, we're highly outdoors, right? Mm -hmm. We want to go outside and we want to walk. We want to spend intentional time with our family and our friends. Mm -hmm. We want to cook dinner in a wonderful way. And all of that intentionality gets weaved into not only our work and who we show up as um, when we work, but in how we conduct our lives. And so that's why we might want to do this a little bit differently. Exactly. So we've always had this idea that So the grant writing unicorn is truly symbolic more, it's really a symbol more of unicorn lifestyle. Are you living a life that's consistent with who you are as a person and what you want? 
I love that we're going to have Pete snoring in this recording. <laughs> you can hear the snoring. That's my big old dog. He's about 110 pounds and 11. Yeah. And he we're likes not, to snore. We're not being perfectionists here. So we had to just get this, get this recorded. Okay. So that's sort of a long-winded bit of story to just say that we took all of this feedback that we've been gathering from listening to you and we realized we needed a space to have chiller conversations with you. And as Alex would put it, maybe get a little bit more witchy because we are actually secretly or maybe not so secretly a little witchy. And that witchy means that we can expose some of the magic that's playing out in the collective, like how we do breathing and meditation activities before every coaching call. We just had a coaching call yesterday. Alex led that. It was amazing. Or witchy in the sense of how we're sharing our own personal growth journey and you know, what we're finding helpful in that moment because it's something that's changing quickly. Because you can Google grant writing trainings all day long and there are a lot of podcasts even about grant writing, right? So I thought, why even bother, right? That The technical aspects, I'm telling you, that is not the challenge. You're a smart person and you've learned hard things before. You can learn grant writing when you put your mind to it. The hardest part is how do you pull off building a life that you're really happy with where you have that flexibility to walk in the middle of the day, especially if you live in Alaska and you might only have a couple hours of sunshine, right? Or to be done at three so you can pick up your kids and you're not feeling guilty about it, right? So you can be that present parent or whatever. So that that's the harder part to crack. And that's what we all actually want. That said, the internet is pretty chock full of get quick rich schemes and messaging around how to do this and your life will be perfect. And if you just show up on Instagram in this one way, then everything will work out. And we know that you can build a life that is absolutely beyond what you thought possible. We are doing that for ourselves right Mm -hmm. now and it's powerful, right? We set visions for ourselves and then hopefully that vision is even bigger than we had ever dreamed. And the cool part is, is that our grant writing unicorns are also making their dreams come true, but they've worked their tushies off. They are so smart and they've carved out time. And that sometimes looks like taking time away from your kids um, for a little, for half an hour so that you can focus on your dreams. And then in six months, you can actually make something happen for you. Life ebbs and flows and not everything is perfect, but when we're consistent and we're showing up for our dreams, they do come and become a reality. Yeah, I think an example I want to share about how I've brought that small, imperfect consistency to my life is getting on the mat for five minutes, Monday through Friday. Sometimes I actually end up for 10, 15 or 20 minutes. But if I just say five minutes, for heaven's sakes, it's inexcusable not to do that. What a difference that makes. And I know you have a a meditation practice that you've been really good about being consistent on. Absolutely. And I think, and I've actually um, incorporated a new uh, routine into that meditation practice. So every morning I go downstairs, as I tell my husband, and I go into my little room and I light a candle. And recently I've been doing this acupuncture practice called moxa. And so you light this stick and then you Um, weave it on certain pressure points on your body and it warms your body up and so I'm creating this like warmer body on the inside with this stick and I was the worst at it I could not get a consistent practice down until I integrated it into a habit that I was already doing Mm. and now it's one piece of um, a journey that I will probably share about later that allows me to consistently show up refocus on why I'm showing up to make that dream a reality and really um, yeah show up for myself and my Mm -hmm. dream 
Absolutely. I didn't know that about you. So this will be fun. (laughs) Speaking of extremely random things that we've been learning about each other. So I'm driving across country and I've got this fancy new car, at least a new car. It's so exciting. And so Alex and I are talking while I'm driving and I say, you know, we were talking about the the high five phase, right? With Mel Mel Robbins, right? Like this whole high five challenge. And I thought, you know, or five, four, three, two, one. That's the book club book that the unicorns are reading right now. They're going to be talking about it in a couple days. And I thought, I don't know if I need more weird tactics in my life because then they can kind of become uh, addictive. Like, for instance, when I'm driving on the road, on the highway, I will like count down between the light reflector posts. And it's very annoying. It's like, I can't stop doing it. And I shared that with Alex. And then what's the weird thing you do? So I drive a little pretend like toy motorcycle in between those light reflector posts, like in um, not quite in a Slytherin Slytherin pattern, right? Yeah, you're like like a little superhero. Yeah, but I'm just like driving this little toy motorcycle, and I found it fascinating that I've never told anyone that. And the only reason I told (laughs) Meredith is because she told me that she does some weird habit around light poles. And um, so if you have a weird habit around reflecting light poles, poles we would love to yeah, know, what it, know what it is. Yeah. Are more people on this journey with Seriously, us? are we just two weirdos? All right. So here's our game plan for this podcast. And you all know that we are the scrappiest little startup ever. We are constantly iterating. We're a small team, but you know that we are hungry with big dreams to make your experience in the collective absolutely amazing and beyond, right? The things that we'll even get to later in 2022. More on that later. So if you have questions, you've got feedback on how to be better, please DM us on Instagram at LearnGrantWriting. But this is the tentative game plan. We typically produce like a stellar video on, well, we produce, produce a video once a week on YouTube. And some of those we will be bringing over, but otherwise we are going to be a little bit free birds, which kind of is a lot from two control freaks. Yeah. <laughs> and perfectionists. So we'll see how this ebbs and flows in terms of what we want to bring up and what we're going to talk to you about, but we really welcome your feedback on some of the things that you want to be talking about. So there's one thing that we wanted to explain because I'm not sure everybody knows our origin story. So shall we share how we even came to be? Mm -hmm. Okay. It's very divine. It is very divine. After college, I graduated from the University of Wyoming and I ran into this friend and she was like, okay, I have this job opportunity. You have to apply. And so I applied and they said, okay, you can either work at a high school in Pinedale, Wyoming, or you can work at a high school in Afton, Wyoming. And I picked Pinedale for the very logical reason that it was one hour closer to Denver. Where her family is. Where my family is. And that's the only reason I picked. Did I Google what the places looked like? No. I just said (laughs) one hour closer to Denver. I'm not going to be here for very long. This is a temporary stop on my journey, um, but I'll go. So I arrived in Pinedale, swore off of men because that's what you do when you graduate high school and met my husband. Or college. Yeah, yeah, swear off of college. Um, Met my husband. I met Meredith's beautiful little sister in the job that I was working and I met Meredith's mom. I lived with Meredith's cousin and Mm -hmm. I had not met Meredith. I even was in Alex's house visiting my cousin and she's like, yeah, my roommate's never here. She's always at her boyfriend's. <laughs> so such a near miss, right? Such a near miss. Yeah. Right. And then fast forward, I guess, a couple of years. Yeah, and almost five. Yeah, yeah. And my cousin is like, hey, I my this friend is moving to Valdez. Could you give her some pointers? 
And of course, Alex moves here on the darkest day of the year. And so snowy. So snowy. We just got like a six foot dump. You couldn't even, my car was completely buried, fully snow enclosed. And I thought that was hilarious because I love the snow. I remember the photo I sent you. Subaru was totally covered. You had just landed in Anchorage. You've got all your dogs. You've got to go buy a car. Like, I think at that point, you're like, what have I done? Absolutely. And Meredith's like, look how great this is. Our whole car is snowed in. And I'm like, I I, I don't know what to do with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She had sight unseen, by the way. She and her husband had not actually come to Valdez before taking the job. Yeah. We did Google search images this time. So yeah. that's a positive. Well, that's easy because it's beautiful here. So, all right. So then... A couple, like only a week or so after you got here, I asked if you wanted to go have dinner. Very impromptu, last minute you came and I told you I'm hiring my first employee. I was just launching my my first online grant writing course. And because I knew people were weird about learning online, this is just barely pre-COVID, I thought, well, I will do a big grant writing workshop. And I ended up booking out the Beartooth Theater in Anchorage, which is the super cool theater where you can eat pizza and there's tables there and you can watch a big movie. So I needed to fill 300 seats to make that not feel empty. And I have no idea what I was thinking booking that. (laughs) It's because our visions are big. Yes, they're big. And it also coincided with being a day of like the biggest event that happens twice a year with the Chamber of Commerce that draws 2000 people includes a lot of nonprofits. So when I found that out, I'm like, I am doomed. But what ended up happening, we sold out of that. And decided to go down to Soldatna. That's a couple hours south. They asked for it. They filled up so quickly. They asked for a second day. Did a workshop in Valdez. So I had this like grand grant writing tour across the state of Alaska, which was so scary for me. I don't like public speaking. Did it anyway. And that was the kickoff. And I had hired my first employee to help me out. And when I did that and I was telling you what I was, the traits that I was looking for, I remember you saying later, yeah, so she's explaining this to me, and I was like, oh, I kind of wish I had known this earlier that you were looking for someone. I mean, I'd moved with, for my husband's job, so I'm here going like, oh, I can actually like not work for a bit, but then I do need to figure out something. Right. So I was like, oh, this is kind of a sad missed opportunity. Exactly. Fast forward a couple of months, and COVID's hit, and things are crazy. I'm getting all of this demand for the grant writing class. At that time, we were only open a couple times a year. So we hurried up, got it live, and also was getting inundated in my email for people that wanted help navigating CARES Act funding. So all of these old grant writing clients were coming out of the woodwork. They really wanted to work. And I had the bright idea of saying, well, if I'm training up this army of grant writers, why don't I just hire them and they can basically help write all these grants? So in a stroke of genius, hired seven people within two weeks and realized there is no freaking way I'm going to be able to manage that and a course teaching hundreds of people. I am out of my mind. So Alex came to mind because I knew you had a strong project management skill set. Do you remember what that was like? Yeah. So we started working together like five hours a week. And to be honest, it was the most joyful part of my week. Mm -hmm. I got to work with clients all over, mainly Alaska at that point. We had a couple outside, I think. Mm And But with grant writers all over the U.S., these bright women who are showing up to make a difference not only in their lives, but in the lives of others, and just on fire to do this work. It was just really, yeah. it's, it's magical when you're doing what you were meant to be doing. And what I remember about that period is that you took the processes that I had that were very paper-based, manual, frankly, way too much in my head to remember, and you were like, Meredith, Asana, 
we're getting it. You have to be out of your mind. Like, we need a project management system. Mm-hmm. And I was said, okay, if that's what you want to put in place, go for it and tell me how it works. Mm-hmm. And you did. So you took so much of what was in my head and you made it so much more systematized. And really that ends up becoming the what became the future basis of the Grant Writing Unicorn Collective, which is cool. I mean, you just don't even realize how these things pan out later. Yeah, absolutely. So we did something like 150K in revenue in five months. I only did QC, you know, re- reviewing the applications and a small amount of account management. Otherwise, it was all you running it with your five hours a week as a pro- lead of project manager and then everyone doing the grant writing. It was crazy, but we totally did it. And then August comes around and Alex approaches me and says, Meredith, we need to talk. Yeah. So I was also working five to 10 hours for a university and a full-time job um, for a higher ed consulting firm, which you can imagine in COVID is a little bit crazy. Mm -hmm. So I had moved to Alaska to diminish my work and find work-life balance. And instead I was working 60 hours a week and uh, exhausted and burnt out again with only the five hours of work for Meredith. That was really soul-filling. And so I sat her down. Well, and here's the deal. Let's just back that up a second because what woman is told, or dude for that matter, we need to talk and you, one of two things is happening. Tell me if I'm wrong. A, you're getting broken up with, right? Or B, you're about to get dropped some real tough conversation. (laughs) So with that in mind, we walk down to the lake's edge and we're sitting on our little Adirondack chairs and Alex starts crying. And I'm like, this is going to be bad. But instead you say... Instead, I was like, can I please come work for you full time? I don't know what that looks like. I can't tell my husband yet because he's going to think I'm crazy for wanting to quit this great job. Um, but I need to come work for you. I know that you have something and I want to be a part of it. Yeah. And so I, at this point and still to this day, that's the greatest compliment I've ever received because it meant someone else is willing to go in on the risk of all of this and that someone believes in me that much that you'd be willing to give up the security of your job. You have mortgages to pay for. You have, you know, just you have real big girl life expenses. (laughs) And, uh, you know, I did not have as much responsibility in that sense. So I was able to take on this higher risk, right? So that was just amazing. And I came back with you the next day. I went and looked at the business finances and I looked at this. I'm like, she brought in 150K, basically herself in the last five months. She has paid for herself to be here. And... I said, I will pay you exactly what I'm paying myself, which at the time I think we were on like a 50K salary, mm-hmm. and then give you the rest of your earnings in equity, which we'll talk about on a different episode, how that all works. Because it's a, it's a really interesting concept and we'd love to unpack it. So from there, we closed down the consulting business because we wanted to focus exclusively on the course business because my heart is so filled up with joy to show other people how to do this, how to become grant writers and how to make money at it. And then we deployed all the ideas of all the things that I thought I just didn't have time to do that would have made us just take off. So Alex took on all of those projects and then what happened? It wasn't working. It was not working. We were losing money and we were happy because we were not consulting anymore and like really pouring all of our love and energy into this course business that could, right? It was like Mm -hmm. the little engine that could. We knew it had a dream. We knew it had a destination. It just was like having a really hard time running. A really hard time running. And the, uh, the real truth about it is that last October was one of the darkest months of my life. 
for multiple reasons. And November was when I realized I have no more ideas on what to do. I don't know what to tell Alex to do. I don't know what to do. This is, we are burning so much money. We lost 15 grand in the month of December alone. Like, and there's only so much savings left over from consulting before, what do we do? Close it down? So Alex, we decided to do this thing that's now a tradition, learning day. Oh yes, learning day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you put that in place. Oh. Where we have one day a month that's a dedicated learning day. You can choose whatever day you want. Anyone that works with us gets it. Mm-hmm. And you can go learn about whatever the heck you want to learn about. So she ended up finding this program that we ended up joining. Well, she was like, I think this could help us. This, they are talking yeah. about a lot of the same pain points, right? <laughs> And you're like, Meredith, you got to watch this. So I watched, didn't even finish the whole webinar. And it was totally speaking to our pain points. And I was afraid that, you know, I was just ready to buy right then and there. And it was the most expensive program we've ever put money into. It cost us, I mean, to be honest, it was $10,000 to take this online course. And we didn't have that money. And so I worried too, am I being vulnerable in this decision? And there, and you know, and and reaching for a solution. Mm -hmm. Is this going to be the biggest mistake ever? Mm -hmm. But we went all in on it. And basically this time last year and into early December, Alex and I were, it's not even sun up, sun down because that would only have been like a five hour work week in Alaska. (laughs) We worked our freaking butts off. Yeah. And we entirely reworked the Grant Writing Unicorn Collective. Mm -hmm. And how we did it was, do you want to talk about that? Like who we decided to serve? Oh yeah. So we realized that like um, one of the best parts of our like what we enjoyed in our week was when our students came to us and said like, hey, it was really cool when you guys teamed up and did all this consulting work together and you know made this lifestyle a little bit more flexible. Can you teach me how to do that? And all of these um, people kept coming up and asking us that same exact question. So that was a huge lesson in like, and we loved giving them the answers. Mm-hmm. And so as we kind of figured out that we could actually teach what we did together, what we right. did in that consulting Um, practice and how we built it up and made that additional 150k to what Meredith was doing every year prior to that it we could teach that to others and then other women and men could be living this lifestyle that we love to live exactly basically we saw if you want to go learn grant writing this is still the same thing today google it you've got options right go learn the technical stuff heck just read my book and you're already gonna be better off but Who's showing you how to make money at it? Who's showing you how to actually pull off the career change? Who shows you how to get through it when you're at the absolute lowest in your mindset about and confidence to do it? And that's what we wanted to tackle. And a point you brought up before we started filming was how beautiful it was that this was the first time we truly co-created the product. Absolutely. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So like, obviously my journey as an entrepreneur is a little bit different. I don't think I was quite aware of the risk that I was uh, taking when I asked Meredith to come join her (laughs) full time, right? It's just risks you don't really understand until you're Mm -hmm. in the business. And so then after our fall, I was like, oh, I'll catch up. I'll catch up. I'll get into it. But it wasn't really until we got to co-create together that it was like, oh, I am a part of this, right? Mm-hmm. And yep. um, it would have eventually happened, but it was really, really neat to say, no, we're both adding interesting levels of expertise. I yeah. can teach, I can actually teach a part of this course because I can teach the systems and the project, project management, management elements. and human-centered design mm-hmm. and all this stuff that is specifically your zone of genius. Yeah, and it was really cool to figure out that both of us had these great areas of genius that we contributed Mm -hmm. and then together is when the magic really happened exactly exactly 
And I think that's where we eventually want to take this podcast is that what Alex and I have is a very interesting visionary integrator combo. And if you haven't heard of those concepts, that, that language, we read one book. <laughs> Probably halfway through. No, no, no. no we yeah, I audio book, listen <laughs> yeah. to it hiking, right? So it's, was it Rocket Fuel? Yeah. Yeah, by Dina Wickman. And that was the introduction of this concept that if you're a visionary like me, it's hard to be consistent. You get some level of success, but you're spinning your wheels. You're not good at managing people. This is a true story, right? So, and Alex is good at establishing culture. She can take an idea and operationalize it. How else would you describe yourself as an integrator? Yeah, I mean, I think it's the person that makes the dreams uh, actually come to fruition. It's it's someone who can focus uh, longer so that you can get it into operation. I think the story that's sometimes untold is that Walt Disney's brother really helped Walt Disney focus and make Disney World what it was. And after Walt died, it was really his brother that made Walt Disney World still appear exactly. in the way that Walt wanted. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, so that's something that we're really interested in exploring, and you're going to see us evolve with that over the coming year as we explore what that looks like and how we think we might be able to help other people. If we're training and creating grant writers, why can't we train and create integrators, right? Yeah, absolutely. So the sky's the limit with us. You never know what we're going to come up with. Uh, but on that note, I think that that kind of like that kind of rounds out what we set out to do and yeah, the, the creative expression that we're looking to have here. Mm-hmm. All right, so here is the punchline as we wrap this all up. We think we have something special going on between the the better of two minds coming together. And more importantly, we think it's something that you and others can replicate in your life. So my personal objective in life is to teach more, inspire more women to try their hand at entrepreneurship. And I'll tell you that maybe that wording isn't right because I know Alex still struggles to identify as an entrepreneur, even though I'm like, you're literally an entrepreneur in a, in a scrappy startup, right? And the purpose is that more women have got to make more money. They've got to have more control over their lives and they've got to shed the skill and limiting beliefs that are in the way. It's just, if there's one book we want you to read to get a head start on this topic, it would be the Everyone Should Be a Millionaire yeah, for sure. by Rachel Rogers. Mm-hmm. Really help get you kickstarted on this, this mindset. So yeah, this is where we're going to be exploring with you, being kind of our more casual, chill selves. And we would really love to hear from you in terms of what do you want to know about us? What do you want to know about how we think about things? Anything. We are so game. Absolutely. And whether you're interested in grant writing or not, we'd love to connect with you. So right now Mm -hmm. our Instagram is at learngrantwriting. But even if grant writing is not even something you've heard of before, shoot us a DM. We'd love to connect with you and to know you and what your background is and where you're, what you're doing with life. Exactly. All right. And subscribe to the podcast because more goodies are to come. All right. Well, with that, shall we say bye. If you are burned out in your career, but you know you can't afford to quit cold turkey, and perhaps you aren't even sure you will like grant writing, then go to learngrantwriting.org slash podcast to watch a free training on how to build a career in grant writing without prior experience. So you can build that vision you have for your life faster. Two other resources that check out would be our free grant writing class on the website, learngrantwriting.org, and picking up a copy of my newest book, the second edition of How to Write a Grant, Become a Grant Writing Unicorn. It's on Amazon or shop local and request it through your local bookstore. Okay, if you have any questions, do not hesitate to shoot us a DM on Instagram, at Learn Grant Writing. Alex and I love talking to you 
And that is it for now. So go forth and be a grant writing unicorn.